Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, and welcome to This Is Ibrooks. I'm joined by Craig Dennett. How are you after that, Craig? Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that to be honest Kyle I um, wasn't sure what to expect tonight in Dundee given so many delays and things like that they started kick off and then obviously the delay right to start the match but thoroughly enjoyed that performance and we even saw uh, Lammers and Dessel go um, which was uh, a real novelty and uh, yeah one we'll discuss I'm sure yeah, that's it exactly. Tonight did have the potential to be an absolute stinker, didn't it, with those delays, obviously the pyrotechnics. Um, but as you said, 5-0 win, a Lammers assist, a Lammers goal, Danilo assist, Danilo goal, uh, Dessers getting involved in the action with a very good goal as well. But listen, we'll take it back to the starting lineup. We had Butland, Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Yilmaz, Lundstrom, Jack, Wright, Lammers, Sima and Danilo. Um, how did you react initially to that to that lineup, especially Leon Balogun starting just coming out of the cold, no pun intended? Yeah, I wonder maybe I think someone on our Twitter account made the joke about him being found <laughs> in the cryotherapy chamber or whatever it was called. So, um, but no, I think as I was surprised, especially because Ben Davies was up for the press conference yesterday, I was surprised yeah. that Ben Davies wasn't in the start lineup. I don't know if it was something that he's maybe picked up uh, in the training session or whatever or, or something he's felt afterwards so but I think it's the, the signing of Leon Balogun itself came under came in for a lot of criticism but I think he showed tonight exactly what he can offer us in terms of just being a really solid defender and that does the basics um, I thought he was really good and even turned into Maggi Baguera at one point so um, I thought he was really good it was I felt it was quite ex- obvious or quite expected that Todd Cantwell would probably drop out of the team just for a little bit of a respite, I guess, um, after the last few games. And um, Scott Wright obviously came in. Um, I thought he did, Scott Wright did okay. Um, Sam Lammers kept his place, which I was surprised about. Yeah. But he's obviously made an impact today. I thought he was having an okay game until the last 15 minutes or so, and he obviously stepped up. Um, the uh, And then Danilo starting was a real boost, I think. He showed the he showed his qualities. He used to find out how to finish finish off more of those chances. He was um, <laughs> he's, the good thing is he's getting in the right spaces and he's making and he's getting um, he's getting away from defenders and he's finding his 
he's finding himself in yards of space, just six yards from the goal. I think on two or three occasions he found himself in, in that kind of space. So that's a real positive as well. I think there was loads of positives um, to come from tonight. It was thoroughly enjoyable to watch and, uh, yeah, racked up goals in the goal difference as well. Yeah, 100%. You already alluded to um, that sort of uh, Baguera-esque run from, from Balogun. Rangers pretty much got off to the, the perfect start on the, on the second restart. It was a brilliant run down the, the centre of the pitch. I actually felt that was a real feature of our play tonight. I was not expecting our centre-halves to to push forward that much. It seemed to create a lot of chances. You saw Goldson late in the second half doing it. Um, and, and the other brilliant ball through to Danilo, as you mentioned, and... and cut across the goal but the real pleasing aspect from this for me was there was three players literally ready to to hit that in the back of the night I know there was a few jokes about Sam Lammers diving out the way thankfully so that so that Ryan Jack uh, ended up scoring it but uh, what did you make of that first goal and Ryan Jack's performance in general tonight we touched on it a wee bit in the uh, post-match after the Hearts game but I felt that he made a real difference to us tonight, offered a real good balance in terms of sweeping up, and, and I thought it was a pretty good performance from Jack tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Before I get on to the goal, I'm going to actually talk about, about the pyrotechnics because there was a lot of um, outcry on social media, I guess, about that as we faced yet another delay. We'd already waited an extra 45 minutes for the kickoff to happen, two minutes in, and um, obviously there was... Um, quite a, a weird display from the, the away fans in, in that stand um, set off the fire alarms. Um, a lot of people had a lot of issue with it. I, th- I didn't have as much of an issue with it. I actually quite enjoy it when um, there's that bit of an extra atmosphere created by uh, some of the pyrotechnics. Obviously it has to be safe. Um, but I think actually it comes more onto the authorities because it's it's part of football culture now in, the, in Scotland at least. Maybe not so much the UK um, UK wide, it's kind of come over from from European areas. We've been to games in Germany, Kyle. We've been to games in other countries where it's where it's been done and it's been done safely. And you see you see the the fans working together to meet the safety requirements of the stewards. And I think it comes to the point where Police Scotland just need to accept that this is part of the the culture here. So let's do it safely rather than leaving people to their own devices, which can obviously put people in in, in harm's way. Um, so yeah, I've I I personally didn't have a problem with it apart from the frustration that it delayed the game even further, um, and the, and actually the players got taken off the park. But I was quite um, I'm quite on board with that part of football culture, and I quite enjoy the fact it's coming more and more to Scotland. Um, and um, it's just it's on the police now to work with fans to make it safer. Yeah, hundred percent. Totally agree with you there in terms of as long as it's done safely. That that that's the the most important thing for me, as you said. We, we've seen it in other countries, but uh, well said. I'll bring it back to Ryan Jack. Thoughts on that? Right? <laughs> uh, so Ryan Jack came in. Obviously, he's been um, he's been injured for a little bit of time. He's kind of made his way back. He, I thought he was good tonight. Actually, I was, thought everyone was pretty good tonight. It's hard to to find fault, and apart from being a bit pernickety about some stuff, it's hard to find fault in much that. That happened tonight. I thought we were we started off well with that Liam Balogun run, great um, ball into Danilo, Danilo's ball across the box and like you say there was a few jokes in the WhatsApp group and stuff like that about Sam Lammers jumping out of the way. It was a good finish, glad we had people queuing up because time after time we've complained so far this season about the fact that we never have anyone in the box, we never have anyone there to pounce on loose balls and actually we had three players there um, so that was really refreshing to see. 
And I felt like we just kept creating chance after chance after chance. We were quite wasteful in terms of possession for a period. There was like a 15, 20 minute period um, after the after the first goal where I guess we've seen a period like that in, in all games recently where we just, the football seems a bit like a hot potato and as soon as we get into the final third, the passes are a bit uh, wayward and we're, we're, we're losing possession. So that was a bit disappointing to see and I'm sure if we come on, we'll be trying to tighten that up to get back to the, the dominant football. But I do think we were dominant throughout the game. don't think Dundee necessarily offered very much. Um, and it was all about, I think, from that point on, we'll just get the second goal as quickly as we can and um, that almost um, secure the victory and then see where we go from there. Yeah, 100%. You, you touched on a, a word that I've, a, I've written down in my loose notes tonight, and that's dominant. I feel like I'm writing that down quite a lot under under Kamal's tenureship. Um, I felt that just generally all over the park that we had a much uh, bigger sense of urgency in terms of going forward and sen- uh, in terms of our defending. Uh, I think the, 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 the new logo that we'll come on to, um, that sort of encapsulated that all. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think that's fair, that, that we were more urgent, more you know attacking, more snappy, getting to the ball quicker? Yeah, I think it's something that we have uh, we saw in the first game uh, that come on against Hibs, and we were all really encouraged by it. Sparta Prague away was a difficult game. We were we were kind of forced into a certain formation because of the personnel that were available. First half we really struggled in that game. Second half we were much better, but we never really saw that kind of taking control of of the game. And it was we always knew that was going to be a difficult game in the group. Anyway, Sunday I think was a bit of a watershed moment we were obviously at the game for the for the podcast covering it we spoke at length both after the game and then the podcast on monday about the fact that we just we lost all the good things that were that had been there from the hibs game and we didn't have the we didn't have the press going forward we um were starting to do those shit lateral passes as (laughs) put it and we were doing that much more come on was desperate for us to go forward and forward and forward and we were took a bit of time for us to to get there, um, but we didn't give up on Sunday, which so Sunday was more of an, an insight into the mentality than it was into the into how we into how we play. Um, and then uh, I have no idea why you held up four. The, the four pillars, Craig. The four uh, pillars mentality is one of them. I, I was like, we definitely did not score four goals on Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we did win the game. And then tonight um, was much more comfortable and much more how you want to play against teams like Dundee that are. I know Dundee have had a fairly decent start to the season um, and um, there was always the risk that um, I sort of the bus was, obviously things like the bus being delayed, the game being delayed, etc, etc, can feed into to games being quite turgid, but it was anything but tonight. It was really enjoyable to watch um, and I thought I thought we, I thought we, did, we did really well. I mean, what did, you, what did you make of the first half performance? What did you make of... Um, the movement that we saw from Danilo, what did you make of? Did you think it was a step up from from what we've seen in the last couple of games? Yeah, like there's not even a question about that. If anybody thinks that that wasn't a step up, uh, I, I, I dread to think what what else you you know about football. But yeah, Danilo for me was 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 brilliant. Uh, you said he just it's just something different. He just seems he's a lot more comfortable with his back to goal, especially he plays better passes than Dessers at the moment. I mean, we'll certainly come on to it. I, I think that's what you get with a confident Dessers because that that finish that he had tonight was was outstanding. It was a really good finish. He could have had a hat trick Dessers, but yeah, it's just 
something I touched on again at the weekend is we we have a we can attack different ways. We were using the left predominantly in the first half with, with Sima and Yilmaz. Again, I think a really good partnership's forming there. Then second half, predominantly, I felt we were going much more down the right-hand side. But in amongst all that, we've got, we can attack through the middle as well. With Danilo, you know, in that second half, he had that that header. He, he perhaps should have done a wee bit better um, and, and kept it down. I mean, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be too critical when, we, when we've just won 5-0 on, on a couple of missed chances. But that's the difference. I felt Yilmaz was much more secure tonight than he was on um, yeah. Sunday. Obviously, we, we spoke about the fact that Hearts targeted him with with kind of longer balls over the top or um, cross balls from wide areas. But I felt Yilmaz was much more secure tonight. His final ball still a bit hit and miss, but um, defensively and in, in, in possession, I thought he was he was he was a real positive tonight. Yeah, yeah, he was. He certainly had a better game than what he had against Hearts. Um, and, and that's what you're looking for. Every game, you're just looking for improvements. These guys are still trying to impress the manager. And as long as they're getting better every game, that that that's the main thing. Um, look, the, the next thing I want to come on to uh, here, Craig, was we'll jump straight into the second half. Obviously, Danilo touched a wee bit about him there. Um, what, what did you make of his overall game, his performance tonight? He, he did offer something different up front, didn't he? And, and if he's fit, now on, I'm assuming that he will be able to complete a full 90 minutes. He has to start, doesn't he? He absolutely has to. And I think everyone knows that we were probably a bit unsure. He'd played like, what, two and a half games or something for us in total or something like that before he, he sort of came back from his um, his facial injury. But he's he's been a breath of fresh air, I think. And it's he's show, what he's shown is the real difference. And I guess probably what the club was trying to we're trying to build by buying Dessers and Danilo in terms of two different styles of striker and two different ways of playing. And so we could mix it up and Dessers hasn't hit the ground running at all, anything but if we are, if we're, if we're honest and we've spoken about that at length, but Danilo, you can see the difference in quality. You can see why we kind of push the boat out to £6 million for him. He's, if we can get him on a run, he's, um, he's going to get score a lot of goals. For us, which is which is really encouraging. He definitely knows where the goal is. He's not scared to have a shot. Um, his, as soon as he gets the ball, actually, if he's facing towards the opposition goal, his first shot is how his first aim is. Sorry, how do I get a shot away on goal? Um, which I don't think we've had for a little while, to be honest. No. Um, especially when Alfredo Morelos kind of went off off form as well the last eighteen months, couple of years or so. But it's really refreshing to see. It's really encouraging to see, and hopefully. We get to see more and more of that as um, as time goes on and he gets his fitness back, etc. There's a few times where I, th- I thought, oh, is he struggling for is he struggling for fitness a wee bit, or is he is he hurt himself a wee bit there? But he kept he kept going, and um, I wonder if he's been practicing his Scottish um, version of superb since you spoke to him <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, no, he was that that is the word for him. He, he was absolutely superb. Um, maybe the next few wee bit of play that, that I want to talk about here, our, our player as well, Sam Lammers. Like you, very surprised that he started. I was advocating that I would have McCausland playing over him this game, to be to be perfectly honest with you. He was rotten, had a couple of poor touches, poor passes in, in the first half, but as he got on, his Rangers were a bit more comfortable, more confident. You started to see sort of elements of his play. Danilo, firstly, he had that that ball. He headed it down, took it down well, and Lammers. And what a finish that was into the top left corner. What what did you make of of, of Sam Lammers' performance tonight? 
Yeah, I think he probably started because Cantwell wasn't really fit enough to start or Clement chose to rest Cantwell kind of thing and only bring him on for 30 minutes with an eye on the sort of League Cup semi-final on Sunday. But Sam Lammers, I think, um, what, was, what was the word you used there? Did you say he was awful or did you say, what, what word did you use there? I, honestly, I can't remember. He wasn't good. Yeah. I, I thought he was fine in the first half, to be honest. He, was, he wasn't great. He wasn't crap. He was just fine. He did that thing a couple of times where he he, um, he got the ball and he, he had loads of space one side, but he just immediately turned into the opposition player and lost the ball. But I thought in general he was fine. He played a couple of good balls across the box and the face of goal and stuff like that. So he wasn't setting the header alight, I think it's fair to say. But as you say, as the game went on, he did... Um, more and more into it. He, I think Dundee probably gave him a bit more space as well. He had that little um, flurry, I can't remember if it was end of first half or start of second half, where he took it around two or three players at the um, at the edge of the box. And then I think it was Sima had a, attempted to curl one into the top corner and went quite a bit wide. But he, he did fine. He didn't, I don't think he convinced me that he is a better player than I think he is. I don't think he did anything to do that. But his goal was tremendous. Everyone loves an off the crossbar and in goal. Um, I think he tries. I think he, I think he tries that once a game. He'll, he always gets a shot on target, even if he's struggling. Um, but he doesn't. His his goal ratio is just not nothing to write home about. So to see that go in the back of it, I was actually quite happy for him. He's obviously him. Both him and Dessers have been on the end of some ironic cheers when they've been substituted in recent games, which I think has been unfair um, it's not their fault that they're still on the pitch that's a managerial decision um, they, um, but I think tonight um, Sam Lowers in particular was good, happy to see his goal and what I find really interesting and I didn't actually notice it until we were in the post-match press conference for the Hearts game on Sunday and Danilo spoke about the team spirit and he spoke about the team spirit being fantastic and everyone's fighting for everyone and everyone's really encouraging everyone and it wasn't until I watched the Hearts highlights back and then I watched that game tonight. Literally everyone is supporting everyone in, in every way possible and they're geeing everyone up and they're, they're yeah. all high-fiving and if someone does something wrong, they're not getting on their back. They're encouraging them and they, um, when Sam Lammer scored, everyone was up there giving them like massive hugs and, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Same with Dessers for the for the fourth goal and and that's, that's what you want to see from a football club. Even... Even when the um, even if they're struggling a little bit, they've still got the mentality of that togetherness and building that that mm-hmm. that um, that feel that you want. And it's it wasn't something that I'd picked up on to be honest until Danilo mentioned it in his press conference. And actually, when you start to look at wee things like Sima hits a shot twenty yards wide, he still gets a few like high fives, like right idea, like wrong execution kind of yeah. idea. And um, when he scored goals as well. Everyone was delighted for for Sam Lammers. Everyone was delighted for Cyril Dessers when he scored as well. Like um, Connor Goldson running full into the park to give him a, a, a sort of high five and a hug yeah. kind of thing, and that sort of thing. And it's what it's the little things that you you don't notice, and especially if you're focused on a negative performance. But actually, I'd encourage people to look for that in the coming games because the team spirit is there, and um, despite the struggles we've had so far, it's there. It's there, and it's a real positive. I think. 
Yeah, 100%. Uh, on Sam Lammers, I was actually going to say it was nice to just see him playing a match where he hasn't actually hit the goal frame, but he did. It just this time it went in. Um, and yeah, it's, listen, if we're going to keep winning or going to win 5 0, the players can encourage themselves all they bloody want, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, maybe the next wee bit is Sam Lammers again. Controversial, I think maybe the Dundee players, some of the Dundee supporters were expecting a, a foul here. Not for me. Uh, played a really, really good ball through to Dessers. Dessers, this is a, another unbelievable finish into the top corner. And I think it was just a sign of the team being confident. Um, but the next thing I'll move on to is the, the penalty. Straight away when I saw it, I was like, that's a penalty all day long. Is when Tav went down. Yeah, it was two separate penalties. <laughs> yeah. I, the replay. I actually I ended up watching um took a wee holiday and ended up watching it in Dundee TV um because Rangers TV <laughs> wasn't quite working properly for me. So um it was interesting hearing their commentator that I don't think they had the benefit of a replay anywhere. So they were talking about how it wasn't a foul on Tavernier and they hadn't seen what happened with Dessos. But I think when you did see the replay yeah, it's a clear as clear as day penalty um, for one, and then Cyril Dish was one where the, the the him and the defender kind of like had a had a they kind of squared up to each other a couple of times. The defender just two handed shoves him off. It's, it's like that's a clear as day yeah. penalty as well. So the referee obviously didn't get to see that because he was looking at the James Tavernier one, but two clear as day penalties, and I don't think there can be any complaints about that one. And um, I don't think no matter how hard you look, you can find a conspiracy theory moment in there for those yeah totally agree um and look and just to to wrap up the podcast and the final point i am stunned that we've actually not mentioned this man's name at all in the podcast it's john lundstrom for me he had another man of the match performance i i don't know what clement is telling him or what he's what he, what type of coffee he's drinking these days but uh he is a completely changed player has his past he just you could see it. He was a player that I think was really affected at Ibrox when when fans would start to get on his back. You could see the head going down, but I just I know again, it's only four games, but he really seems to have taken what Clement has said on board, and he just he's not afraid to make mistakes now. I think that's the biggest thing. What was your take on on John Lundstrom tonight? I think he's playing in his natural position as well. I don't, I, don't, I think I don't think we are playing with sort of. He was sort of going between being defensive mid and being right centre mid, and then playing as a, a defensive, like a double defensive mid almost. And I don't think any of those kind of suited what John Lundstrom wants to do. Other, I think Michael Beale in particular, maybe even slightly under Gio, but definitely under Michael Beale, it was very possession focused. So he was yeah. more focused on trying to keep the ball than he was trying to create chances or move the team up the field, whereas that's completely different under Fluke Clement. Fluke Clement wants you to go forward, and if you don't go forward, you're getting an earful from the manager. <laughs> um, and I think John Lundstrom has taken that to heart, and I'm glad he has because yeah, he's, he's driving the team forward now. He's having a real impact on the tempo of the game. He's not slowing it down. He's not going sideways and backwards. He's going forward eight times out of ten, and that's a real positive for us it's really encouraging and I'm really enjoying watching him play now um, whereas I would have happily sold him in the summer so um, yeah. I'm really, it's, it's such a such a change whether he's the answer long term or not I don't know but he is um, he's making a real difference to this team to this team just now and he's putting in he got man of the match on Sunday against Hearts and I thought he was really good again today Yeah I totally agree with you there I, I, it was the man of the match for you at interest 
don't know who I thought was man. I'd, I'd probably say Danilo actually was being man of the match for me just because of the difference he made um, to the team, the, the movement he had. He, he should have had about four goals, mind you. So um, maybe that takes a few points away from him. But I would definitely say Danilo is, is my man of the match tonight. Yeah, 100%. It's it's always a good sign when there's uh, quite a few players you can pick man of the match from. Um, I th- look, I, I think that wraps up nicely tonight. For me, ultimately, a really, really good team performance. We saw dominant football, which Clamont has promised. We were pressing, we were quick, we were snappy, and we won 5-0. This is the best I've felt about Rangers in a long, long time, Craig. I don't know about you. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got to say a five-star performance from Rangers. <laughs> it's a bit too cheesy even for me, but I, I enjoyed watching Rangers again. I felt similar after the Hibs game. Obviously, the Sparta-Prague game and the Hearts game were a bit different. I'm hoping that what we'll, what we'll start to see and what we'll start to get from Philippe Clement's team is more more games like this, more feelings like this, and getting back to enjoy Rangers. It's been a bit of a chore for, for quite a long time now, and um, I just want to enjoy watching football again, to be honest, rather than thinking or dreading it. So um, tonight was another step in that direction. Me and you will be at the game on Sunday together and hopefully we'll be heading to a, to a League Cup final as well. Yeah, that's it. Craig and I will be bringing you some reaction, uh, hopefully from, from Hamden or close to Hamden uh, as soon as, uh, as quickly as possible after the game finishes. But look, uh, just to finish on that, Clamont came in and he said he wasn't Harry Potter and he didn't have a magic wand, but I'm not sure I quite believe that now. But take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.